Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Global Urban Professional Podcast. This is a podcast about business and pop culture and, and is also a companion podcast to the Global Urban Professional webcomic. I'm Ramon Cuenca, CFA, the founder and creator of Global Urban Professional. Okay, so today we are going to talk about Sony. Um, and the reason is because I've actually gotten some feedback recently from someone uh, or some people uh, that I should really focus more on East Asian content, which makes sense. Um, in the past, uh, when I was still doing YouTube videos, uh, uh, I did notice that uh, stuff I did on, you know, on East Asia, you know, Japan, etc., J- Japanese economy and company, uh, those companies, um, they, those do really, really quite well. And it makes sense because uh, um, English... I mean, English language uh, media tends to cover U.S. businesses uh, pretty well already, even though I still will add commentary on that kind of stuff going forward. Um, But East Asia, generally speaking, is not so well covered. Uh, So it makes sense. I mean, um, anyways, this is a podcast called Global Urban Professional, so it's global. So uh, today I want to talk about uh, Sony. They've been in the news recently um, in the past few weeks or so. Uh, as many of you know, Sony, uh, in the, in, in, in the post-World War II era, Sony was a major player in, uh, electronics. Uh, they made, they made transistors, uh, and things like that. Um, uh, Trinitron TV, uh, most famously the Walkman back in the eighties. So that was really popular. So they created a lot of products that were, uh, a lot of electronic products, whether it's consumer or for businesses that are, that are very, that have made a huge impact on modern day society in recent uh, years, or even maybe even the last two decades or so they've their influence in that realm has kind of waned as they've, as, as they've lost out to, um, to competitors who can do hardware, electronic hardware, you know, for just as good, uh, as good a quality, uh, for a, a, a competitive price. I'm thinking, uh, mainly of, Samsung, um, let's see here. Uh, I actually read, I'm reading this book on and off Sony versus Samsung. You can, and it's very interesting because it sort of details the evolution of these two companies and how, how Samsung beat Sony in the, in the early mid two thousands. Um, it's really interesting because there are a lot of things that, uh, that uh the book brings up as far as i've read it that that most people wouldn't think about when they compare or think about these two companies and the sort of the internal struggles that are going on like um one thing i learned was that um so far in my my reading of the book is that uh people at sony really they really did did think about you know um what ended up becoming the uh the itunes store for apple but uh, they people at executives at Sony had that in mind already before that that happened. But again, there's there's theory and there's execution, and uh, one one po- possible reason why Sony has had trouble in, in sort of in uh, recent years or decades uh, is because of uh, different divisions reportedly don't really speak to each other. There's a lot of organizational issues that I'm still learning about, but it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a, it's good. It's, it's interesting stuff to talk about just for business in general. And also for my own, for my own, uh, web comic, which is about business. So yeah. Um, anyway, so Sony has had, uh, trouble, uh, hasn't been doing so well in recent years and decades. Um, 
they they're largely not really a major um, hardware player anymore. At least at least in terms of consumer hardware. You know, we think of I mean, obviously the the the, the biggest um, uh, when you think of consumer electronics now, you think of smartphones, and that's generally dominated by at least on the higher end, it's dominated by Apple and Samsung. Um, I, I think they still do uh, components, but they're just they're not what they were uh, before. So yeah, so electronics uh, hardware, it's not really you don't really think about Sony too much when you think about those those industries. However, uh, so this uh, for those of you watching on YouTube and I have the this uh, article article from the Wall Street Journal out. Um, it's, it's it's an interview with the CEO of Sony, Kenichiro Yoshida, and it's in the introduction, basically talks about how in 2014 uh, Sony stock was not doing well; it was at a low, and they did, and the and uh, Yoshida-san did a very very good turnaround with the company. Uh, he focused on on one of um, Sony's saving graces, and that is the PlayStation. Perhaps unsurprisingly. Um, PlayStation video game console, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase a part from from the uh, from the interview uh, an article, but basically uh, Sony at this, at 2014 they looked at what was going on in the U S to fix their troubles. So uh, let's see, uh, it it uh it applied the lessons of internet services like Amazon. To make uh to make the PlayStation a subscription service, so that's really important. So, uh, now PlayStation is a has a subscription service that serves tens of billions of customers. So, you you always want that in a business because you want recurring revenues, of course. So, obviously, the ideal way is for subscription, and that's why everyone. Everyone in tech now is trying to go into a subscription model. Certainly, there's Amazon Prime. You have Apple with iCloud, for example. Um, Netflix, obviously, subscription. Microsoft too, if I'm not mistaken, the Microsoft like the the Microsoft Suite. Uh, it's, it's it's turned into a it's turned into more of a service than just a one-off. Like you buy the software and that's it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Whenever you run a business, you're always looking for recurring revenue. That's sort of a fundamental. Not sort of. It is a fundamental. Okay. So now the stock is now Sony stock is doing quite well, uh, and the pandemic has obviously been a boon for the PlayStation. And recently, the company did launch uh, the PlayStation Five. Uh, so this is from the Motley Fool here. According to the Motley Fool, I'm just reading this verbatim. Uh, Something Sony tweeted something recently. Yeah, on November twenty five, so twenty twenty this year, Sony's official PlayStation account issued a statement on Twitter stating that the demand for a PlayStation Five has been unprecedented. So yeah, I mean obviously aside from the fact that it's the PlayStation, it's a major fixture in in gaming. Obviously, the pandemic has has uh, increased demand. For or interest in gaming, and I can speak of that myself. Um, I actually dusted off my old PSP. I'm a big fan of uh, the Final Fantasy video game franchise, so I played a. Uh, uh, I started getting getting back into Dissidia to to kill time and really, really boredom when I was uh when I was stuck at home. So yeah, I mean, speaking from personal experience, <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah. So that's doing well too. Um, and so so gaming is obviously something where Sony is doing really well and um, well in. Uh, but interestingly enough, it's not just gaming. So obviously, like if you go back to this Wall Street Journal, if you read it, uh, if you read the interview, he he uh, Yoshida San is is um is very big on is very big on gaming as a growth engine for the company which is unsurprising but there's been other uh there's been other um, media or news recently talking about how uh sony's also getting into anime and it's really exporting really wants to export anime as a as a japanese product to the, to the rest of the world so for uh for any of you who have watched my video on understanding the japanese economy uh, back in 2015 i did talk about how uh people really like japan's culture and they should do, they should do something to really you know export cultural products and obviously anime is one of them uh, and now it's uh anime is really going gangbusters in general um so i'm gonna scroll down you can go to nikkei asia so this article is called uh sony sets out to conquer entertainment world with anime so this is a Nikkei Asia. You have like a couple of free articles a month, so you should take a look at this. But I'm just gonna again, again look for that. Uh, look for this article. Uh, but it's talking about there's a there's a chart that's very interesting here. So this is the market for Japanese anime, right? Looking at this chart, you can see how it's grown uh, from 2012 to 2018. Let's see. I, I wouldn't say this. This went from like what one. 0.25 to 2 over 2.0 2.25 so so it almost it almost doubled well, I wouldn't say doubled maybe it grew by uh it grew by like not not, not doubled but it grew by like what sorry my math is kind of I'm kind of fuzzy right now with uh, yeah it, hmm maybe about 50 50% growth something like that yeah, fifty. It grew about fifty percent. Just, just, just eyeballing this chart here, um, in the past few years, and that growth is driven by uh, mainly overseas um, sales. So, uh, obviously, this is something that Sony, being a Japanese company, uh, obviously has an advantage here. And this is a, this is a Japanese product that they can export. That's that's differentiated from. From other products uh, that can be developed uh, elsewhere in the world. Uh, so this article, I really, I highly recommend you read it. It's a really cool article. Um, so um, there are several things going on here. Uh, they have this. Uh, there's just they have this. Sony has a strategy of um, it's a multi-layered earning structure. So they're doing production. Uh, they 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 have all these all these subsidiaries which they which they've either grown internally or, or they've acquired, but it's it's production of the anime then games related to the related to the IP, and there's broadcasting and distribution which they own now they they own Funimation in the U S for example, uh, that's the largest di distributor of, of anime in the U S. Uh, they have Animax so that's a top pay TV uh, animation channel so viewable by eight point four five million homes. Then they have music, so they have a they have a label dedicated to anime songs. Because if, if if any of you are familiar with this with the anime industry, it's 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 not just people people watching these shows. It, it's a, it's really a lifestyle for them. Um, 
you have conventions and they 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 don't they they consume they consume the IP uh um, uh across different sorts of products. So it's not just, you know, watching the show, it's playing games, uh, and going to conventions and, and listening to music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right? Then the the Sony Group obviously the parent company coordinates the operations of the units. Um, I'm just reading here. Provides support through technological development and and M&A, so mergers and acquisitions. Um, so there are investments in Epic Games, which is a um, which uh, operates Fortnite, which is like the one of the biggest uh, multiplayer online games. They have a uh, investment in a, the the Chinese video sharing site uh, Bilibili. I don't know if I, if I'm pronouncing that correct, but they have that as well. So Sony's going all out, and it's it's cool to see like a company like this. Um, uh, really having a second act. Every, everyone loves like a comeback story. I mean, certainly the most famous one is probably Steve Jobs and Apple. But it would be cool to see Sony come back like this if they really are able to get it down um, with both uh, PlayStation and, and anime. So they, they're really going... I mean, PlayStation's already set because they, that's been their breadwinner for a long time. But this whole... This anime thing is... is, is this anime strategy is very new. Uh, so it's, it's it's exciting to see, uh, and there's there's a macro behind it, meaning there's a there's a lot of uh, industry reasons behind this. So, um, let's see, just um, just uh, looking at other news, I mean industry wide. So this is a, this is another this is another article, excuse me, from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the world is watching more anime, and streaming services are buying. So. This is from three weeks ago. So sometime in November, mid-November, was this? Uh, November 14th of this year, 2020. And the pandemic uh, obviously has, has made people watch more streaming, obviously. But there's a lot of anime content consumption. So I read uh, in another article, I'm not sure if it's this one or the one from IGN over here. Anime is becoming a huge success for Netflix. But in Netflix, for example... Uh, in 100 countries where Netflix is in, uh, there's been a, there's been at least one anime show that's been in the top 10. So it's huge and it's growing. Uh, it's incredibly it's it's becoming more and more mainstream outside of Japan. So this 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 presents a huge growth opportunity for uh, for the industry in Japan and for Sony for players like Sony and even and maybe even for the company in general. I mean certainly. Um, the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe opened the country up to tourism before the pandemic, and that was that was really helping with the economy. Uh, and this is obviously the next step is to export their culture more. Um, whether they whether they can pull a South Korea, which by the way is a very interesting case study, I'd like to uh, tackle in another podcast episode, remains to be seen. But you know there there already is sort of a, a demand. There already is um, a organic demand for Japanese content. But again, it, it it's it's sort of like it, it goes back to the on a micro level. It goes back to the, the Sony problem. Can they execute? Uh, uh, is there is there leadership and unity among divisions for you know Japan Inc. to really export its culture um, abroad in a way that uh, uh, South Korea has? Because I mean, uh, once you get people into anime, I mean it's not hard for them to, to, to consume more Japanese content and uh, buy more Japanese products. I mean, you've seen that with South Korea. South Korea has shown the weight in that, in that uh, sense. So it's, it's sort of like there's sort of a, there is, there would be a potential halo effect on the rest of uh, uh, Japan's um, 
um, business sector in the sense in other in other industries, for example, assuming that the the country and the, it's a uh, it's big um, corporations are able to sell are able to really grow, uh, you know, of a global consumption of starting with a uh, with anime. All right. Uh, so yeah, this is growing really fast. It's it's pretty interesting, and uh, I mean Netflix and I think it was in twenty sixteen where they really I mean because Netflix is sort of the first mover in all these things, as I've said, content is everything. So we always want to look at Netflix. They they sort of in some ways well Netflix and Amazon and a few other players really move things in 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 uh, the global um, in global business. And they they were uh, they really started a huge investment in their own anime content starting in twenty sixteen and it's just been it's just been going on and on because recently and this just came out on a you go to a Bloomberg you can watch this a Bloomberg uh, video on YouTube uh, Bloom, uh, you you go to the channel Bloomberg Markets and Finance and this is the the video is called Netflix plans to double spending on original content in Asia. Uh, so it's an, it's an interesting video. Uh, the and the, the two sorts of content that were brought up, because it, it's talking about more about Asia Pacific. They, I'm not sure if this video is really talking about India, although India is a big market. But it's talking more about the Asia Pacific region, which 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 uh, which has been proven to be a growth a growth uh, sector for 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 all these uh, large businesses. And uh, so Netflix is planning to double the spending on content in Asia and two. Two uh, two types of content that are, that were brought up in this video are is uh is Korean content and also anime. So those are the two big ones, and um and it's just uh it's just massive shifts in consumer attitude, uh, consumer um consumer um attitude, uh um, behavior. I mean that might be driven by obviously uh demographic change. Uh, uh the interests of younger people are who are growing into uh money earning uh roles now obviously has an effect on what what's produced right so so yeah i mean i i think if i'm not mistaken if i had to pull a number out of my head i think the the company i think this video mentioned five billion dollars in uh in asia i'm not sure maybe i'm totally off there but it's 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 a high, it's a large number and they they're planning to double it for original content spending so that's just sort of a I mean, I'm sure Sony is well aware of that too. So again, uh, they're really pushing anime and gaming, uh, not just I mean, uh, outside of Japan, not just to not just not just to the U.S. and I, I guess Europe, but also even just around Asia, where uh, where the, uh, the consumption is growing. For example, I mean, I can tell you here in the Philippines that uh, the population here is relatively young, so. Uh, when you're a business, you wanna you wanna court young younger consumers because they spend more, basically. Um, and I mean, on a, um, generally speaking, so yeah, it's interesting. Um, let's see. I just want to see if there's anything I want to add before we wrap this up. Well, I'd rather not paraphrase the this uh, article here on Nikkei Asia, but I highly recommend you read it. So again, it's called uh, "Sony Sets Out to Conquer Entertainment World with Anime." And uh, this came out in August, right, of this year, and, and the, the the article does mention the Demon Slayer movie, which is like the now like the highest grossing movie in Japan. I think it's it's the highest grossing. Last time I checked, it was second. Second, just see, Demon Slayer box office Japan. Okay, yeah. Uh, 
Demon Slayer reaches second on Japan's all-time box office. So that this is a this is an IP, this is content that is owned by Sony. So good for them. And it's funny because I wonder if they knew it was going to be a hit because this this came out in August. This article in Nikkei Asia, but Demon Slayer, Slayer the movie came out a bit later, and it's going to show in the, uh, abroad eventually, um, uh, uh, probably through streaming, I'd imagine. But I wonder if they saw this. this uh, you know. They're really smart people who who are in these uh, who work in these uh, these uh, these blue chip companies. So they, they must have seen it already even before it was shown to the public, or they did some screen testing or whatever, uh, or, or uh, what's the word called? Is it product testing, uh, panel testing, something like that? Whatever. Uh, they must have known that this is going to be a huge hit. But I wonder if it exceeded even their expectations because it is now the second highest grossing film of all time in Japan. So obviously, that probably won't be it. Probably won't be a, su a success to, uh, on that level uh, abroad. But you know they they're still gonna make money from it. And I mean, I remember reading a year ago. So uh, there's another anime that came out in, in theaters in the U.S. that did really well. Uh, it was Dragon Ball. Uh, they had a movie that came out from the Dragon Ball franchise that was do that did really well in the U.S. in theaters. So it just. It, I remember reading that in the Wall Street Journal. So yeah, so it's more and more mainstream um, acceptance of of anime, uh, and because it, it, it's it's always been a niche abroad, but it's it's becoming more and more mainstream now. And I, I'm I'm assuming that uh, aging millennials and Gen Zers have, have something to do with that as well. Speaking as a millennial myself, um, obviously like uh, K-pop. Or excuse me, Korean content like K-pop, K-drama is probably a bit more. It probably caught on faster. I mean, there are a lot of factors why that really, why that uh, K content really caught on. But I, I think one is the fact that uh, live action is just much more mainstream and more accepted, a more accepted form of entertainment in places like the U.S. as compared to animation, which tends to be more niche or for or considered just for children, which is obviously not true. But yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see how consumer attitudes continue continue to change um, as time goes on, and as millennials get older, as Gen Z become wage earners. And I know most of you listening probably understand what I'm talking about because based on the analytics, most of you are in your are in your twenties. So yeah. Okay, uh, that's it for now. Uh, I'll see you next week. Um, the manga. It's on a break. Oh yeah! By the way, before I forget, so uh, tying tying back uh, this uh, idea of a conglomerate, um, a Japanese conglomerate getting its second wind back, uh, it's sort of it's relevant to me too as a content creator because my own my own comic, if you've read it, Global Urban Professional, the web comic, is is basically about a Japanese conglomerate trying to get its mojo back in a in a world that's overtaking it. And it's obviously being led by young sexy international an international group of people um but yeah take a look at it please so please uh if you like what i'm doing please support the podcast you can obviously subscribe keep listening um most importantly please uh read my uh my web the, my web comic it's it's on it's on both um webtoon and on tapa so links are in the description you can follow me on social media as well links are in the description uh, and please share this content, whether it's the podcast or the manga, or excuse me, or the or my webcomic. Uh, please share it uh, with your friends and anyone you would think uh, would like it. Uh, that really would uh, go a long way for me. All right, uh, thank you so much, and I'll see you next week.
trying to think of a I gotta think of a tagline when I when I say goodbye. Oh it'll come, it'll come. Alright. Bye bye.